You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. boys are back, baby. Excellent separation against man coverage. It's Reception Perception, the show. Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Coe, Matt Harmon here with you. You're listening to Reception Perception, the show. Matt Harmon, how are you doing as we enter into week number three? Well, man, I'm feeling great coming off a huge uh, Aaron Jones game. I know we mostly talk wide receivers on this podcast, of course, but um, I spent all summer, you know, saying like Aaron Jones was a great second round pick, the perfect second round pick at certain times. He's on all my fantasy teams. He's also on this first year my mom has ever played fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Mom's league. Outrageous. Um he's on her fantasy team he's on my sister's fantasy team and they're both giving me grief after week one for freaking aaron jones so i am very happy to see aaron jones get back in the box a couple of times so i'm i'm feeling pretty good um heading into week number three here hey listen um you know, family leagues notwithstanding um i know i previously on a on previous episode we had talked about stud wide receivers uh, kind of lifting offenses. I think today's focus, I, I really wanted to focus on, on on groups of wide receivers that are really good, um, that are clearly elevating uh, the passing game and, and kind of sort of elevating the play of their quarterbacks. And I wanted to start in Miami. I know we had talked about Tyreek Hill lifting what we saw there in South Beach, but listen, man, y- y- you can't talk about South Beach right now without talking about the duo, the dynamic duo of Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Holy hell, in fantasy football, I cannot remember. I was too lazy to look this up. I can't remember ever seeing two wide receivers go for a 40 spot in the same damn game. Well, you're probably correct on that because uh, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill are the only pair of wideouts with 170 plus yards and two touchdowns apiece in the same game since at least 1950. I saw that from our former colleague, Rich Eisen of the NFL Network uh, this weekend. So hilarious to call us colleagues of Rich Eisen, you know, given our... Given our status at the at the network and his, but hey, we were in the make we were in the makeup room getting makeup together at the same time one time. Oh me and Rich Eisen. God. So you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and say former <laughs> colleague Rich Eisen of the NFL Network. Uh, anyways, oh, yeah. So you're probably right. We probably you probably <laughs> haven't seen that very often because it, it has never been done before. Apparently, apparently. There you go. All right, <laughs> eleven catches on thirteen targets for Tyreek, one ninety and two touchdowns for the Cheetah, and then for for Mr. Waddle. Uh, 11 catches on 19 targets for Jalen Waddle, 171, two touchdowns. You know what's even more impressive about that, man? Like Tyreek Hill's battling cramps all game. Like that's just crazy. Yeah. This dude's just out there battling cramps. Like I thought, I thought when he left the game again, 
I thought it was like, there's no way he's coming back, dude. Like, there's just no way. Like, the human body can't respond. He just comes right back out and just starts catching balls again. You're like, yo, this man is superhuman. He He's not human. That's what it is. These guys are not human. Their after catchability, especially for Jalen Waddle, is just something outrageous, dude. I mean, I, I, I couldn't agree with more of everything we, you just said. This is there are a lot of really good wide receiver duos in the NFL. Um, there's so many good receiver duos in the NFL, so many receiver groups overall. We'll talk about a few of like kind of up and coming yeah. ones, but um, you know, this is a new one, the, the, the Hill Waddle duo. And I certainly think that even if you don't want to say they're the best, I think you probably have to say they're the most dynamic uh, duo of wide receivers right now because of the unique speed that they both bring to the table. I mean, Tyree kill is probably, you know, again, I don't think he's the best receiver in football. I would rank a few guys ahead of him, but he's certainly the most like dynamic (laughs) guy from a speed perspective. And Jalen Waddle too. There's a a lot of different ways we could go with this, but Jalen Waddle is extremely fast. You know, he was number one in success rate versus man coverage among those prospects coming into the league in 2021. You know, so he was a guy who could win at all levels. And I think that was something that his rookie year uh, reception perception profile showed, which is about a 70% success rate versus man number. Um, I actually don't even think he was really healthy throughout his rookie year. I think there were some times where he, he took a little bit to get sped up, but you saw in his route success rate chart that, oh, okay, Jalen Waddle can, you know, burn, man. Like he can get down the field. That little pop gun role that they had him playing as a rookie was not really indicative of his full skill set. Like Jalen Waddle can rip it down the field on the nine route, uh, on the corner route, on the out route in the vertical game. Those are really strong routes. He just wasn't used there as a rookie. He's getting used there now, right? And I think that one of the things that (laughs) I discounted coming into this year was the clarity and vision of this Miami coaching staff from an offensive standpoint, because, you know, Mike McDaniel and the boys coming over, like they've clearly just, they've built this identity around these two receivers. Uh, One of the things I said coming into this year was that if both Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill from a fantasy perspective, were going to pay off their ADPs. One of two things had to happen. Either Tua had to take a massive leap forward or, these two guys are going to have to be the only relevant pass catchers in Miami. And honestly, both of those things might've come true at this point in week two, 88% of the air yards combined went to Jalen Waddle and Tyree kill 64% of the targets combined to just those two guys. So, and we, I think Tua has taken a step forward. We can kind of talk more to in a second, but one thing I think that I discounted was Jalen Waddle was not going to be in the same little pop gun role, despite the fact that he was in, he was playing with the same quarterback because what was the thing with Brian Flores in Miami? And, you know, obviously I think we all can kind of agree that Brian Flores maybe got a bad rap there at the end of his tenure in Miami. But for sure, one one thing that was a problem with him was he was constantly cycling offensive coordinators would have like multiple offensive coordinators on the same, you know, right. who was calling plays. You never had any idea. There might have been up to like three guys with equal standing in the room there in the final year of Miami. <laughs> right. um, so I think the fact they have clarity of vision, the fact they have clarity about these two guys being your best players it's just so dangerous. It's just impossible to try to cover these two guys together, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, and we're seeing the results of that. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I know it's not going to hold up, you know, but it's just kind of like, it is fun to like look at like the on pay stuff just because it's so outrageous. Yeah. But J- Jalen Waddle is on pace for 2,040 yards, 26 touchdowns. Tyreek Hill is on pace for 162 receptions, 2,400 yards, and 17 touchdowns. A pair of wide receivers both on pace right now for 2,000 plus, bro. Like, what? Get out of here. This is outrageous. It's out of bounds. It's Chris Carter, Randy Moss. It's Ike Bruce, Tory Holt. This right. is like, th- th- it's not a Batman and Robin. It's Batman and Batman. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, this this is an unbelievable pair. And, and you talk about ranking those pairs. Bro, like, there is no one else. Like, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, that's a good pair. That's a very, very good pair. T. Higgins is not on this level yet you know what i'm saying yeah, like it's yeah. just not fair it's not fair what these guys are doing um and you know you know what has sneakily helped them too is that they have struggled somewhat to run the ball and yeah. mike mike mcdaniel you know being the coach that he is he's like you know what okay we're not running the ball that well so you know what we're just going to get the ball into our playmakers hands and we're just going to do that over and over and over and over again and i think it's just so smart you know, like there are certain players where it's just like, I mean, look at Indianapolis. God damn, like Jonathan Taylor couldn't get the damn ball. Like, why yeah. is this happening? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so it's, it's mind boggling when some of these coaches get away from some of their best players. And for for Mike McDaniel to kind of force feed um, Tyreek and, and Waddle over and over and over again. I think both of these guys clearly have elevated the play of Tua. I think they've also kind of unlocked something in Tua as well, which is kind of like, is he throwing the best footballs? No. No way. Like he's underthrowing balls. He's overthrowing. It's fine, but who cares? You know what? The one thing that I had a real big problem with, with Tua was that he couldn't pull the trigger. Now Mm -hmm. he don't care. Like he's just like, screw it. I'm throwing it to my guys. And like, I'm going to let them go make plays, which I love. I love that about what he's doing right now. He very much looks like from an aggressiveness standpoint, Alabama Tua. Um, which I, I think is really cool to see because he's also not getting like the best protection in the entire world either. Their offensive line is not 100% healthy. You know, they just put right. their starting um, right tackle, uh, Austin Jackson, on short-term IR heading into that right. Ravens game. And uh, there, I will say, the Ravens have to get partial credit for giving this huge game up to Tyree Kill and, and Jalen Waddle. That Dude. back end is not fixed. I mean, they're dealing with injuries back there. You know, Marcus Peters is on a pitch count. He got roasted. Yeah. Kyle Hamilton, their rookie kind of, box safety nickel defender guy he got he got torched a couple of times too not not looking great so far um from that perspective with the Ravens defense but um just last thing on Tua here you know it is kind of one of those things where he's not is he throwing the is he Justin Herbert throwing the deep pass is he Patrick Mahomes throwing the deep pass no but the results are (laughs) the results are there he is absurdly efficient so much better on just like straight throwing go routes right now because he's got Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. I'm like, why do you go out and get those two guys? I know it's to cut the margin for error. You know, we could yeah. sit here in like a hypothetical world and be like, well, if Tua was just throwing to 
this receiver and this receiver from a vertical standpoint. Would he be efficient? No, because he's not a great deep pass. Well, who gives a damn? He's not throwing to those guys. <laughs> he is for the next at least like what two, three years, three, whatever. Four years, go- yeah. Going to be mm-hmm. throwing to Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. So great. That's the result that you got to grade it on right there. Is what is actually happening on the field. And so far through two weeks, the results look pretty damn good. Um, we're really going to find out what they're made of. This passing attack is really made of uh, when they take on Buffalo there in week number three um by the way right. to your point uh baltimore led this game 35 to 14 a 21 point lead with 13 minutes to go next gen stats had baltimore winning this game with like at like a they had like a win percentage of like 99 percent expected win right? oh yeah it was like 99 yeah. percent, and somehow some way my pulls out this game is so crazy uh one last Dude. random note yeah, go ahead. We should be talking about in this game. We should be talking about like the, um, like the Lamar Jackson show. He had an incredible game. Right. You know, the Lamar Jackson like d- he, he had a seventy nine yard Old touchdown school. in this game. Yeah, yeah, he had a seventy nine yard touchdown, which was the longest of his career. He, I think, he has now eleven hundred yard rushing games, which surpassed Michael Vick for the most yeah. in NFL history for a quarterback. Like, we should be talking about that game for um, Lamar Jackson and like Rashad Bateman emerging as this monster big play threat. Like, the passing attack looks awesome in in Baltimore, and we're not talking about any of that because they the defense. <laughs> Like Lamar needs to go have a conversation with the defense and be like, "Hey guys, you really, you really screwed this one up for me." <laughs> Which is so is so random to see that really from a hardball you know team. Last year was yeah, you know you give them a pass because oh my god, just the injuries were just everywhere. Uh, but man, if they start getting a little bit healthier, this team is a little bit scary. By the way, the first that was the first rushing touchdown for Lamar Jackson in a, an entire year, which was pretty crazy uh, when I discovered that. Also, random note in Baltimore. Yesterday, I found out, I don't know how I didn't know this, but Devin Duvernay and Kyler Murray are cousins. I did not know that. That was a very random note. Did not know that either. Uh, So there you go. A very athletic family there uh, with uh, Devin Duvernay.